Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss on the Bible Talk program. Welcome to Bible Talk. If you've got any questions about the Word of God, then the time for you to call is right now. All you've got to do is call that number, which is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to engage me in biblical discussions. And while I'm waiting for your call, do I have a challenge? Of course. I have challenges for you all the time to get us to speak deeply about the Word of God. Welcome to the program. And uh, today... Uh, actually, I just finished one Bible study, which is a prophecy class, <clears throat> which meets on Tuesday, every Tuesday, from 11 until 12. And now I'm about to change the time because the students want a longer class on Tuesday in just one hour. So any of you students in the Tuesday class that we had today, if you're looking for a longer class, you got it. Okay, you got it. Next Tuesday, our prophecy class will meet from 11 until 1230 an hour and a half in length, dealing with biblical prophecy and with your Bible question. All right? So let everybody know. Okay, I heard you. You want more than an hour? You guys got it. It will be from 11 o'clock till 1230 every Tuesday. If you want to know how to get in on this uh, conference call kind of class that we have, all you've got to do is log on to strictlybiblical.org, prophecy class for more instructions on how you can become a part of the uh, class and actually talk to me, okay, during the class and ask your own Bible questions. So remember, strictlybiblical.org, prophecy class. Uh, you, can, you can find out how to log on and be a part of the class every Tuesday from 11 until 1230. That's right, 11 until 1230 a.m. Now, because here, Area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And by the way, I am on uh, uh, this station, I'm on the radio, Monday through Friday, uh, so I'm with you. The special class that I have is on uh, 
Tuesday. That's the prophecy class. You can be a part of that, too, if you log on to strictlybiblical.org. And remember, our Sunday services, which are also brought to you live streaming, uh, and so you can tune into that. As I say tune in. I'm so used to radio. You can watch it, right, on our website at strictlybiblical.org. Uh, start about maybe 10.30, 10.45. You'll see the countdown leading up to our program, which starts at 11. And I am preaching there through the book of Revelation, okay, the book of Revelation. And you don't want to miss it, plus our praise team, plus everything that we've got going uh, uh, on Sundays here on the web. All right, number call here, area code 866-423-9578. And do I have a challenge? Yes, I do. I have a challenge. Uh, Monday night, uh, Monday night Bible study, of course, when I had it at the church uh, for a while, just as other churches aren't meeting uh, right now, but we'll be back to meeting soon, hopefully. Uh, but until then, we still have Bible study on Monday, and uh, this radio program takes the place of that Monday night Bible study. Now, what we were doing in the Monday night's Bible study is going through the Bible book by book. I'm changing that somewhat to having us look at uh, hard sayings in the Bible. Right, hard sayings in the Bible, which actually gets us into uh, the kind of difficult questions that teachers of the Bible need to be able to answer. And boy, do I have a doozy for you today. All right, open up your Bibles to First Kings chapter 22. All right, I'm going to read this to you. First Kings chapter 22, starting at verse 12, where it says, uh, and it's talking about Ahab, a wicked king who wanted uh, to go to battle uh, at Ramoth Gilead, he wanted to um, help. Uh, uh, he, he needed help to do this, and he uh, went to uh, uh, Jehoshaphat, the king, to see if Jehoshaphat would help him. All right. Now, of course, Jehoshaphat should have never went because Ahab was a wicked, wicked, wicked guy. All right, uh, which warns us about the kind of company we keep. But okay, Jehoshaphat went to see it. Uh, and But one thing for sure before Jehoshaphat went, he wanted to consult the Lord to find out whether or not God was going to bless the battle or not. Okay? So Ahab had to call on prophets. And, of course, he called on his um, false prophets first. Uh, and Zedekiah was one of them. You know what he said? Here in 1 Kings 22 and 12, uh, Zedekiah, the false prophet, said uh, at verse 12, and all the prophets prophesied, okay? There were many with him. They were false prophets that were on his side, Zedekiah's side. Go up to Ramoth Gilead and prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it into the king's hand. And the messenger that was gone to call the prophet, after he had said this, and all the false prophets with him, uh, uh, this guy, Zedekiah, was not alone. He had an entourage of false prophets with him. And you said, some people are always convinced by numbers. But I'm here to tell you. Just because the majority of people vote for something doesn't make it true, nor does it make it pleasing to God. Always remember that. All right. Verse 13, and the messenger that was gone to call Micaiah. Now, Micaiah was the true prophet. Where was he at? Where do you think he was locked up? Because King Ahab did not want to hear the truth. He wanted lies. All right. But still, Jehoshaphat insisted on hearing all the prophets. Smart thinking. Verse 13. And the messenger that was gone to call Micaiah spake unto him, saying, Behold, now the words of the prophets declare good unto the king with one mouth. Let thy mouth, I pray thee, be like the word of uh, all of them, and speak which is good. 
Okay? Be like the, be like these guys. They were all lying, but listen, say the same thing that they said. Okay? And Micaiah said, so when he came out, okay, Micaiah didn't say anything to the gods who came to get him, but he went before the king, the wicked king Ahab, and Micaiah said, as, and what he said was this, as the Lord lives, and this should be where you are, okay? This is where you and I should always be. And Micaiah said, as the Lord lives, but the Lord says unto me, that will I speak. I'm not going to say anything but what the Lord tells me to say. And you and I should be the same way. We should not tell anything except what the Bible tells us to say. Not nothing to make a person feel good, not to geek them, not to win their favor. The Bible says only the truth will set you free. Okay? So, verse 15, so he came to the king, and the king said unto him, Micaiah, shall we go against Ramoth Gilead to battle, or shall we forbear? And he answered him, go and prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. Now, now I'm trying to say that like um, he said, because the way that uh, Micaiah said it was facetiously. He did not mean it at all. And the king knew he didn't, because he'd been telling King Ahab the opposite already. That's why he was locked up. Okay? Verse 16, And the king said unto him, How many times shall I adjure thee, that thou tell me nothing but that which is true in the name of the Lord? You know something? There's a lot of times when people tell you they want to hear from God, and no, they don't. They always say, Well, I'm waiting for God to move me. Okay? You know, I'm living with this woman, you know, and I'm living with her, and I'll get married to her as soon as the Lord tells me to marry her. Till then, I'm going to have all the sex I want. That's, that's, that's a lie. That person is not waiting for God. Same here with the king, right? And the king said unto him, How many times shall I adjure thee that thou tell me nothing but that which is true in the name of the Lord? So then Micaiah just told him the straight word of God, right? Verse 17, and he said, I saw all Israel speak. I saw all Israel scattered upon the hills as sheep that have not a shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let them return every man to his house in peace. He told him the facts. If you go up there, you're going to be in trouble. That's what he told him. And that was the word of the Lord. But you know, many of us are in the place where when God says something, we don't like it. Because even though the truth will set you free, he causes us to do things that we don't want to do. Yes? So that's what he told. So needless to say, right, many of you who know this account know what happened. Ahab was angry. And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell thee that he should prophesy no good concerning me but evil? And then Micaiah told him something that was happening in the spiritual world of God that Ahab didn't know. Here's what. Micaiah told him. Very interesting, very deep. And he said, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord on his throne, and all the host of heaven standing by him at his right hand and on his left. On his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab? Okay, this is what God was saying to the host in heaven, the one on his right and on his left. The Lord said, who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? And one said on this manner, and another said on that manner. And there came forth a spirit. Now, here's your clue. This might be the biggest clue, radio audience, that you are going to get. 
And there came forth a spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. What kind of a spirit is this? Okay. And notice this. To make your burden even heavier, I'm going to add another verse to it. Verse 21. And there came forth a spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. And the Lord said unto him, wherewith? And he said, I will go forth, and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all the prophets. Wait, 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 stop the train. What is a lying spirit doing before the Lord? And what is a lying spirit anyway? Ooh, I'm glad I'm on this end, and I'm not a part of the listening audience. You got a challenge today. And the Lord said unto him, wherewith? And he said, I will go forth and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, thou shalt persuade him and prevail also. Go forth and do so. Okay. Then, verse 23, now, therefore, behold, look at this now. Here's where it gets even tougher for you guys. Now, therefore, behold, the Lord had put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these prophets. And the Lord had spoken evil concerning thee. Wow. Wow, what is happening here? Can you explain it? Who was it? Who was this lying spirit that was standing before God? And what does it mean that the Lord had put a lying spirit in the mouth of these by prophets? What's happening in that passage? Where else in the Bible does it throw any light on this? It's your turn. Remember to call area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. That is your challenge. What is this lying spirit before the Lord? Why would the Lord send the lying spirit? What's going on? How can you explain this text? It seems confusing to some people. Is it confusing to you? And where else in the Bible can you find something that helps us to understand what's happening here? If you know, you better pick up that phone. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Moth, and the time is running out. So let's see who the scholars for today are going to be. All you've got to do is call. And remember, when you call that number, area code 866-423-9578, that's area code 866-423-9578. You don't have to deal with my challenge. You can ask any question you want about the Word of God. This is Bible Talk, and as long as we are Bible talking, we are doing fine, my friends. Just give us a call. Okay? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Okay? Uh, any question you have about the Word of God, it can be a response to the challenge, or it can be a general question, but please do not let the time be wasted when all you've got to do is call. And while I'm waiting for calls to come from you, I want to once again just remind you of how you can support the radio ministry. If you enjoy this radio ministry, God, is uh, through your uh, uh, wonderful and gracious giving, we've been on the air for a long time, uh, and we hope to be able to continue to do so. Uh, it costs us uh, $2,000 a month to be on the air, so God has really been good to us through you. We encourage you to continue to give uh, to support our radio ministry. Send those donations to P.O. Box. 05879, that's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries, 
And that's what votes to support this radio ministry. We'd appreciate hearing from you very much. All right. I'm going to ask Marcus, because I can't see you guys. Are there any callers on the line, Marcus? All right. We got one, but we uh, we need a break first, huh? All right. Well, we're going to take our break, and we'll be right back. You've already been lied to. You've already paid a ton of money to someone who did lie to you. And it's hard to come to someone like me and say, Ariel, I trust that you're going to do what's right for me. This is Chuck McDowell, founder and CEO of Wesley Financial Group, the timeshare cancellation expert. We're not just here to cancel your timeshare completely. We're here to provide you with the best customer service of your life. I deal with clients from all walks of life. I actually have a client right now who is an attorney. I have doctors. They were still taken advantage of. And it's not just the mom and pop. It's everybody faces this. They've been lied to. They are nervous. They're scared. But we're going to get you out of this. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. My name is Ariel. I'm a resolution specialist at Wesley Financial Group. Call now for your free timeshare cancellation kit. 800-619-3377. 800-619-3377. Let's welcome Jeremy Kemp. Hope comes home with I Still Believe. You can download it now at WatchSalemMedia.com. From the creators of I Can Only Imagine comes the uplifting true life story of Christian music megastar Jeremy Camp. I'm supposed to be with her. I can't explain it. I just know that. Jeremy's hope and faith are put to the test when tragedy strikes. You're going to be healed. What if I'm not supposed to be healed? I Still Believe is an incredible story of musical stardom, the heights of love, the depths of loss, and the healing power of the human spirit. One love can change your life. You chose willingly to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. Witness the true story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. Starring K.J. Appa, Britt Robertson, Gary Sinise, and Shania Twain. Own I Still Believe on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital now from Life. Lionsgate at WatchSalemMedia.com. That's WatchSalemMedia.com. Hello again, Bruce Parman, our financial advisor with Clear Horizon Wealth Advisors. Please join us on Wednesday from 3 to 4 o'clock for the Investing by Faith show, where we help you align your faith and your values with what you've been entrusted. Just before Run to Win, here on Faith Talk Detroit Radio, WLQV. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. We've got two great callers on the line. Uh, the first person we want to talk to is Michael. How you doing, Michael? Hey, Pastor Ross, how you doing? I'm doing good. Really good, buddy. Thank you for calling. 
How can you get us out of this jam? What do you got for us? Well, honestly, I can't answer the challenge like I want to because I ain't been doing any studying on that, but but uh, I can. <laughs> uh, I do have a question on my own to answer. Sure. Um, at death, can a person repent? Like, if it was a person on their deathbed, and they about to die, can they repent? And a person is about to die, can he repent? Yeah, if if a if a person if a person almost about to die, uh, can they get saved um, before they die? I mean, like, is they close to death and they almost about to draw their last breath? Well, I would say this to you. The Bible has a direct answer to that. Yeah, it has a direct answer, and there's no if, ands, or buts about it. The Bible is very clear on exactly that particular question that you are asking. It's amazing that you would ask it. Uh, first of all, I would say this to you. If you were uh, Islamic, if you were a Muslim, mm-hmm. the answer to that question would be no. The Muslims mm-hmm. uh, say that you cannot, you know, uh, before you, you're dead, ask for salvation and get it. Okay, they, don't, they don't buy it. They don't like that at all. However, okay, what the Bible says, you remember Luke chapter 23, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and at verse uh, 41, Jesus is being crucified. It's on the cross, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And it says uh, here, two thieves. He was uh, crucified between two thieves, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, one guy was talking against him, right? Where it says in mm-hmm. verse 39, Luke 23, 39. And one of the okay. malefactors, which were hanged, railed on him. Both of them, all three of them, Jesus on the cross and these two thieves being crucified. Uh, mm-hmm. It says, and one of the malefactors, which were hanged, railed on him, saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. But the other, answering, rebuked him, saying, Dost mm-hmm. not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing amiss. And then this same man, about to die, verse 42, and he said unto mm-hmm. Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. Now, this man didn't have a chance to get out of track, join the choir, mm-hmm. go to Sunday school, do nothing, right? Okay. Right. So he said, Lord, remember me when thou comest mm-hmm. into thy kingdom. Verse 43, and Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Does that okay. answer your question? Yes, it does, because I had a client came to me, and he was telling me, because he was watching Perry Stone, and he was talking about heaven and how he interviewed people that died and went to heaven and came back. But uh, Richard, he said he was, he was going to heaven, but but, but uh, he was he's lost. He don't know Christ. So... Um, he he said that uh, if he died in a car crash, he would repent in order to go to heaven. He said he he said that you can repent even if you sin against God, but you're on your deathbed, you can still repent. Yeah, well, all I can say is this, all right, that a person mm-hmm. can confess Christ near death, and if that confession is sincere, okay, mm-hmm. if it's sincere, he's going to heaven. Just like the people on the cross, my friend. Mm-hmm. All right? Right. All right. I thank you for your call. Appreciate thank it. Thank you, Beth, Mom. 
All right. Number to call, air code 866-423-9578. We're going to talk to Jason. Jason, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Pastor. Yeah, man. So, yeah, lying spirit, right? And uh, the devil's a liar. He's a father of lies. And, uh, and uh that's who that lion spirit's father is, the devil. So the lion spirit itself is a, a demon. It's a fallen angel. And we see that in Kings, how these uh, fallen angels have access to God. And we see it uh, from that story told. Uh, and then you have in Job, where Satan himself is standing before the throne talking to God. So we know they have access to God. And when we see in Ephesians, it says in Ephesians 6, 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkest of the age. And here it is right here, against spiritual wickedness in the high places. So we know it's a fallen angel, and the fallen angels and the devil have access to God. Even though they're thrown out of heaven, they still have access to God. Now, when we jump into Revelation, um, man, yeah, chapter twelve, Jason, the Reve- Jason, Revelation chapter. Listen 12. to me, brother. Listen to me. Stop right there. You already are a scholar for today. What do you want to do? Teach my whole lesson? <laughs> you got it. Yeah, I'm going through the whole thing. Hey, you hey, taking all your material. Uh, uh, yeah. Tell me this. What, what church do you go to? I go to uh, Woodside. Which church? Uh, Woodside. Romeo, Woodside uh, Church. Well, Wood, yeah, Woodside. Yeah, Wood, Woodside has a scholar because the things that you're saying are exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it seems kind of strange, right? But uh, where you went, where you took yeah. us, was uh, one passage you took us to was to uh, Job, and in Job yeah. it's very clear, right, that uh, the, the bottom line is, as a part of spiritual warfare, we know that even though the devil has been judged. And even though the demons have been judged, still, as a part of spiritual warfare, God lets them exist and do things, like tempt us and other things, right? Right, right. And what we see, exactly what you're talking about here in Job 1 and 6, it says, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. Now we know that that is the angelic realm, but then, just like what you're alluding to, my friend, and Satan also was among them. Age was there in heaven. This is not the third heaven where God is now, but the first heaven yeah. is uh, uh, the clouds, where the clouds are, the upper atmosphere. Second heaven is the stratosphere, outer space. The third heaven, that's where Satan got kicked out of. He had no access to that. But here, he was meeting them in the heavenly somewhere, and Satan was amongst them. Okay? And that's where Satan, had, uh, you know, a contest between God and Satan, because God's going to win, but he was allowed to... Uh, to vexed uh, Job, right? Right. Yeah, so you're exactly right. That's the kind of thing uh, that we see can happen. And just as you said also, over in Ephesians chapter 2, um, verse 1 and 2, it talks about the fact that um, uh, the devil is the prince of the power of the air. That means the atmosphere. It's yeah. not in, that, that's uh, where he dwells, in what we call like the intermediate zone between the first heaven and the third heaven. But he doesn't have access yeah. to heaven, but he can kind of communicate with God. So pretty much, I mean, what you did was uh, was excellent, excellent. Now, only, and you, so you are a scholar for the day, no doubt about it. Which side you got to a good guy with this Jason now. Uh, uh, you got but, him. But there's another scripture, uh, too, though, that breaks this down in terms of, well, let me ask you, why would God do this? Why would God allow 
uh, these uh, use these demonic spirits in this way. Why would you allow? I mean, that, that well, that's the whole thing. That's why God allows uh, uh, evil. That's why I mean, you go into a whole whole deeper conversation and topic, I guess, in a sense. Um, uh, you know, I mean, why is God? Why is God let the devil still go around and rule and the rule ruler? You know, rule the prince of the air and rule the earth and commit uh, uh lead people to, to to hell you know i mean i guess it ultimately comes down to god wants to show his grace and mercy in order to show his grace and mercy he had to let people sin in order to let people sin even though we're, or it's our own flesh we we fall to sin not just because of satan but god god uh let satan kind of rule the sinful dark world right because uh, the bible does talk about absolutely right now your theology here uh, it's impeccable, okay? But what I need from you, you already started for today. Nothing can remove the insight that you've given us already. It's good insight. But where do we have? There's some place in the Bible, my friend, where there is the most clearest explanation of how uh, God uses the devil. Now, Job is good. But this yeah. place is in the New Testament, and it's uh, it's just an awesome passage, okay? So yeah. if you've done enough, let's see if we can vet someone else's all right. Thank All you, right. brother, for calling. Thanks, Pastor. Very All much. Right. Good answer. All right. Bye. Start for today, that gentleman. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. We have someone else on the line? Jamie? Janet. Janet, you're on the line. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Just great, Janet. Good to have you calling. Good. Good. Yeah, I was wondering, um, in the Old Testament, there's a lot of violence and wars and um, that going on. But then in the New Testament, what changed? I know Jesus was didn't want any violence. So I was just wondering what what's different in the New Testament about violence and wars and stuff. Well, I'll be honest with you. Um, in the New Testament, uh, there's a lot of violence, too. But the focus on the, in the New Testament is not on uh, the wars that were taking place. It's more focused on what Jesus was doing. Uh, the Old Testament, of course, was where uh, uh, the nations of the world, basically, uh, the Amorites, mm-hmm. the Hittites, all of these guys are attacking God's right. people. So we had wars there. But uh, clearly there were wars. The Roman government was established by wars. And uh, mm-hmm. i got to remember this uh, also. Uh, my dear, that is that the Romans and the Jews were killing Christians in the New Testament. The New, but yeah. Jesus, seemed like God time. wanted. They were home. Did they find? It's. It seemed like God was um, more into the peace at that time in the New Testament than in the Old Testament. No, God was yeah. into peace in the New Testament. Now, what He had to do though was stop the nations that were trying to exterminate His people. Right. I right. mean, uh, if you were uh, yeah. uh, had a family and some kids, and uh, you're a peaceful person, but if someone was trying to ta- uh, attack them, and you told them to leave your kids alone and they didn't, uh, and you had a means to defend your family, I'm sure you would. That's what yeah, happened in true. the Old Testament. Yeah, oh, okay, to, in fact, uh, God already said in Genesis chapter 12, He said uh, that not to bother Abraham's seed. In fact, you'd be cursed if you do so. Uh, so he wanted right. to stay away from my, because through the Jewish line, the Messiah was going to come. So 
Okay. All God was doing was defending his family and told folks to leave him alone. Yeah, and it seemed like Jesus didn't want, um, who was it, Peter, to defend him against that soldier because he right, cut the ear off. Was, of... because of the fact that he was going to die on the cross. Now, you're exactly right. There, Jesus, you know, uh, but remember, now remember this, and I'm glad you called. Good question, because we can, we can straighten this out quickly. Jesus is called a lamb, the lamb of God, which brings up a picture of peace. But what is he also called? The Son of God. The Son of God. And he's called the Lion of Judah. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, what does he do as the Lion of Judah? Let me read you a passage from the New Testament, all right, uh, where it says in Revelation chapter 19, verse 11, And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat on him was called Faithful and True. And in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed uh, with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. Who is that? Jesus. That's Jesus. Notice what he does. Yeah. Okay? He's not a lamb here. Verse 14, and the armies which were in mm-hmm. heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth, okay, this is Jesus, yeah. and out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, and with it he should smite the nations, and shall rule with, uh, and shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he treads the winepress of the fierceness of the wrath of Almighty God. Right? Here Jesus comes, wow. he destroys the enemies that are coming against his people, he uh, takes down the Antichrist, and throws the Antichrist and the beast into hell. Okay? So here, uh, you're looking at, at Jesus, uh, who is doing the same thing as we see God doing in the Old Testament, right? Right. Bringing jet, uh, yeah. uh, judgment upon mankind. So yes, no doubt about right. it, he is a lamb, but he's also a lion. So, uh, in fact, we have to recognize the fact that uh, it takes both the li- lamb and the lion to bring peace to the earth. Right. To defense. So defense is okay. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Good call. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Going to take a break, and we'll be right back. I can't say nothing, nothing, shut up, shut up, don't want to open my mouth. Has humor and freedom of speech been smothered to the point of no return? From the creators of No Safe Spaces comes the Facebook Live event. Not allowed to laugh. Free speech and the death of comedy. Hosted by Eric Metaxas with the stars of No Safe Spaces, Adam Carolla and Dennis Prager. With special guests, comedian Kareth Foster. Wednesday, May 13th, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. A lively hour-long conversation about the state of comedy and free speech today. And the challenges of making the movie No Safe Spaces. To be a part of this event, please follow No Safe Spaces on Facebook. Questions for Eric, Dennis, and Adam can be asked on Facebook using hashtag no safe spaces. Don't miss, not allowed to laugh, free speech, and the death of comedy. May 13th, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the No Safe Spaces Facebook page. A safe space for laughter and free speech. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning. 
Right here in America every day, more than 30 million children rely on school for food, eating breakfast or lunch, oftentimes both at school. With 97% of schools closed, many for the rest of the school year, many families will be hard-pressed to keep children from going hungry without help. For more than 100 years, Save the Children has been meeting the needs of children and families around the world and right here at home every day and in times of crisis. And right now, with your help, they're making sure that children get the nutrition they need until school is back in session. Your gift of $100 can provide breakfast, lunch, and dinner for 10 out-of-school children in need for one day. Call 888-884-4836, and for just $100, you can fill 10 bellies for one day with Save the Children. That's 888 888- 888-884-4836 or online at faithtalkdetroit.com. Just look for the Save the Children banner. Hello again, Bruce Parman, our financial advisor with Clear Horizon Wealth Advisors. Please join us on Wednesday from 3 to 4 o'clock for the Investing by Faith show, where we help you align your faith and your values with what you've been entrusted. Just before, run to win. Here on Faith Talk Detroit Radio, WL. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And boy, do I love talking to you folks about the Word of God. That precious sister who just called uh, brought up a very interesting comparison. Uh, it's not an actually true comparison, uh, because uh, he is the Lamb, but also he is the light. We need to recognize that. Uh Usually liberals like to present Jesus as just uh, a God of love. He remains a God of love. But love also requires some discipline. And uh, and then there's some uh, liberals uh, who want to say the Old Testament is full of wrath, and the New Testament is just love and peace and kindness. There's no judgment uh, coming uh, out of uh, the New Testament. But then they go to the book of Revelation, and they see something quite different. Okay, where Jesus comes back to rule uh, with a rod of iron. In fact, before we get to Revelation, if we look at, uh, just to give her uh, some more information on this, the caller, in Hebrews chapter 10, the Bible is really clear uh, where it says, verse 22, uh, this is Hebrews 10 and 22, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he that is faithful, he is faithful that promise. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. And, verse 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some years. That means go to church. But exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. For if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, 
there remains no more sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversaries. Then the New Testament and the Old is compared in this verse. Verse 28, he that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Of how much sore punishment suppose you shall he be thought worthy who hath trodden underfoot the Son of God, and hath counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing, and hath done despite under the Spirit of grace. Okay? Then it says here that the Lord shall judge his people, end of verse 30 and 31, is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. And that living God, my friends, is Jesus, if you're in your sins and do not ask him by his blood to cleanse you and make you a new creature in Christ. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Moss. Don't have long in the program, but you callers have done a good job dealing uh, with our challenge, and also I appreciate the questions that you come with, but still I'm looking for a key passage, a passage that actually gives me, and I'm sure it gives you, more information than you want. (laughs) But yet, it's something that we need to explore. Why? Because it's in the Bible, and everything that's in the Bible, we need to know. Now, basically, we're looking at the fact that God uses the devil, and demons as a part of spiritual warfare. We know he does. Otherwise, the devil and demons would already be destroyed. Okay? God allows them to wage spiritual warfare against him, even though we know who is going to win. But yet, it still is a battle. Okay? And the whole question becomes, whose side are you on? Are you on God's side? Are you on the devil's side? Are you on the side of light? Or are you on the side of darkness? This is what you always need to remember. Uh, that kind of um, thinking should penetrate everything you do, how you vote, where you go, the kind of in- entertainment that you allow. All that is important. Are you on God's side? Because there is a battle, and the devil is allowed to do certain things. And so there's a certain passage that I'm looking for where basically it says something awesome about what the devil is allowed to do, Okay. And it's a passage that's found in Paul. And I was thinking that some of you might call this passage in, but none of you have yet. So it looks like I may be forced to uh, just go to it. And that's all right with me. But this is one of the most provocative uh, passages in Scripture. And it tells us a lot. Things that we really need to be cognizant of in terms of dealing with the devil. And number to call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Beyond the air, Bible talk with Pastor Amy Marshall. If you've got any questions you want to ask at this time about the challenge that we have on the table, um, uh, you can. Any question in that, in fact, any question you have about the Bible, theology, the culture, Christian living, even if it's not dealing with my topic, is welcome here. Because Bible talk, my friends, is the name of the program. All right, well, let me take you uh, to something. This is the, uh, one of the passages that I believe actually wraps this up. All right, so here in uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 
Second Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 1. Follow me with this, where it says, it's called the man of sin. So it's dealing with the devil. Now we beseech you, brethren. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that you be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as from us, that the day of Christ is at hand. Now, first he warns against false gospels, right? There's only four gospels, okay? Uh, the so-called gospel of Peter, gospel of Thomas, don't exist. In fact, they contradict the Bible. They were written in the second century. The New Testament documents were written in the first, okay? He says, at verse 3, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3, let no man deceive you by any means. For that day, let no man deceive you by any means. For that day, he says, shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Talking about the Antichrist. Who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, so that he is worshipped that he is worshipped as God and he sits in the temple of God showing himself that he is God. That is what the Antichrist is going to do. He is going to uh, actually go into a rebuilt Jewish temple in Jerusalem and claim that he is God. Many prophetic scholars believe that's three and a half years into the tribulation when that's going to occur. Then it says, verse 5, Remember you not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. And now you know what withholdeth, that it might be revealed in this time. Then it says, for the mystery of iniquity doth already work. It's working now. Only he who now prevents, that's what this letter means. He who now prevents, says, will prevent until he be taken out of the way. Watch this now. Verse 8, and then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. That's the Antichrist and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Now, watch this, verse 9. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. Do you get that? After the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. Yes, God does allow Satan to use miraculous means to deceive us. Yes, there are miracles nowhere close to what God can do that the devil can perform. We saw in Job where he was allowed to call fire down out of heaven, a number of things he's allowed to do. So let us not think that there is no power that the devil has. He does. Okay? That is what witchcraft is about. That is what the occult is all about. That is what Ouija boards is all about. That's what astrology is all about. And you need to stay away from all of those things. They are of the devil. Okay? Now, notice it says, verse 9 again, uh, well, we're stopping right there because I've told we got to take a break, and we'll be right back. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. One silver lining in the dark coronavirus cloud is the revival of federalism, the old-fashioned idea that not every issue has to be decided in Washington. While most every policy issue from education to health care and beyond has traveled a one-way road from state and local governments to Washington, the crisis rediscovered a leadership role for state and local government. 
Early on, we learned that states like New York, California, and Washington needed to address the crisis more quickly, and their governors began to lead. In California, there were higher concentrations in Silicon Valley and San Francisco, so mayors and county commissioners took action. Important work was done well before there was a national consensus, and these laboratories of experimentation informed larger policies. This is exactly how the founders saw our government working. Hooray for the revival of federalism. I'm David Davenport. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program for leaders. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. During difficult times, it's important not to be frozen by fear or complacency, thinking that Congress, the Fed, or your current financial planner will fix the impact of the pandemic on your retirement savings. The bottom line is no one else is going to care about your retirement the way you do. It's time to start Stop crossing your fingers and toes, hoping for growth, and reset your retirement for income using interest and dividends. Call 888-888-4176 now to learn how the Retirement Income Store can help during these uncertain times. 888-888-4176. We'll send you our Retirement Income Kit with five educational tools, including David Scranton's best-selling book and a no-obligation call with an income specialist. 888-888-4176. The Retirement Income Store, where retirees go for income. Call 888-888-4176 now. Are you tired of paying high fees and commission even when you lose your money? How would you like to never lose your money again due to market risk? Join Joel Uplegger for the Safe Money and Income Radio Show, Saturday mornings at 9 on FM 92.7 AM 1500, Faith Talk Detroit. You can also call Joe now for your complimentary customized Safe Money Kit and Safe Money Book at 866-436-0133. That's 866-436-0133. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. All right, with the last segment of Bible Talk, and over in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, just wanted to bring to your attention that the devil is allowed to do the miraculous. doesn't have the power that God has, but this is the power that we see in witchcraft and in sorcery. So never think that, um, that uh, sorcery and witchcraft does not exist. Um, the devil does have limited supernatural power. And so what God does in Second Thessalonians uh, 2 and 11 And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. In other words, if you don't want to follow God and the miracles he performs, and you want what the devil has to offer, then you will be seduced by a false miracle. And so that is why they are false prophets. You have limited predictive power, but nothing like the kind of predictive power that God has. All right, so I want to thank all of you for calling, and uh, right before our program ends, Elma, how are you doing? You. Yeah. Elma, are you with us? I'm here. 
Oh, okay. Well, what have you got to say? Where can, uh, if the people want to send some support to Strictly Biblical, Strictly Biblical, what should they do? They can utilize our Givelify where it is as simple as tap, give, and you're done. You can do an engine search on your phone or internet or go to our website at strictlybiblical.org and there's somewhere to click and support any of the ministries that you like, even um, Pastor's Prophecy class on Tuesday or regular postal mail and also your online banking from your own bank where you just add us as a payee and use our address, which is 10709 Grand River Avenue in Detroit, Michigan, 48204. Again, 10709 Grand River Avenue, 48204. And with the online bill pay, you don't have to bother with stamps or envelopes. Your bank will send it right out um, to the church. Well, I want to thank you, Thelma, because you make that sound so easy that even a guy like me could use it. I don't know, but I, but I think I feel. And so we do encourage people to give, to um, support uh, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. And uh, we do thank Thelma for keeping us uh, up to snuff on uh, how we can uh, uh, keep giving during these times. All right, so Thelma, do you have a quick question? Oh, really quickly, yes. Just uh, exactly how free is our free will? Like, uh, is our free will limited to God's will overall? Hmm, that's another good question. How limited is our free will? And if free will is limited, what is the limitation? That's what it sounds like to me in full that you're asking, huh? Mm-hmm, yeah. Sounds, sounds good to me. Sounds legitimate to me. And once again, Thelma, you've given me another challenge for another day. All the listening audience knows what it is. We'll be dealing with free will next time, but also with things other than free will as well, okay? Because what do we do? We deal with Bible questions, Bible problems, equipping ourselves to be able to not only to preach the truth, but to defend the truth. Thank you, Thelma, once again. Thank you, Pastor. Bye. All right. You have a good day. I want to thank her for calling. The rest of you, uh, remember what you can do now if you want to send to support the radio program. The radio broadcast can be supported by sending donations to P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205, okay? Uh, if you want to give to Strictly Biblical, those things that uh, Thelma gave you to do, that's great, too. Support both if you can, okay? P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. I got those checks, the Bible Boot Camp Ministries. But uh, Thelma's told you how you can give directly to Strictly, and we appreciate that as well. All right, so God bless you. All we can say to you is keep trusting God, okay? Uh, our Know that he will keep us in perfect peace. That's what the Bible says. If our mind is stayed on him. And that's exactly what me and my family do every day, is keep our mind stayed on Jesus Christ, knowing that nothing is beyond his control, and uh, everything that he does is somehow a part of his plan. So let us continue to just uh, 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 be loyal to what the Bible tells us, and uh, uh, definitely continue to support the work of Jesus Christ. Uh, And remember that all churches need your support and that we can't let something like uh, the pandemic that's happening now stop the church. The church doesn't stop just because we can't all meet together in the same building. 
tactic. In fact, we are willing to be inconvenienced as long as we continue to serve the Lord okay, and to serve him sacrificially. So we thank God for technology that we can use to still get the word of God up um, and let us not despair. Okay? Uh, God never fails and he's not going to fail us. And everything, no matter how bad it's, it looks, is all a part of his ultimate plan. And remember, in that plan, regardless of what you and I may think, God wins in the end. He's already won in our lives, and he will win in the lives of others if we present the gospel of Jesus Christ to them, and they become new creatures in Christ. This is Pastor Moss. Thank you all of you for listening. Please uh, continue to listen to this program here where we deal with hermeneutics, hard problems about the Bible. If you want to know more about the Word of God, Bible Talk is the place for you, and also Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. I want to say to you, God bless you. Keep reading your Bibles. Okay? Remember that phone number, so you can call in quick, area code 866-423-9578. And we'll be talking to you on another day next time. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.